Hello and welcome to Paul Martin's Catholic Podcast. I'm talking today about how to write and publish a novel because I recently wrote and published my first novel. It was a very exciting experience. I learned a lot just by doing it and I'd like to share with you, my listeners, particularly if you're interested in doing writing and publishing, the best pearls of wisdom that I feel I learned. And so when I decided to start writing, I gathered together as much useful information as I could. I looked for tips online and I got the found out that most novels have to be between 50,000 to 100,000 words, uh, but 40,000 is considered the lowest. It's easier to add words than cut them out, so aim lower. And the advice was set a deadline and a word count goal. Aim for 75,000 words in a month plan your story and know your characters. If you do these things, it's very easy to write. There's never a perfect time to write and schedule a time each day to write. So just force yourself to do it. Write first, edit later. And what I did is I used Google Documents because I didn't have to pay for Google Documents. I have Google Documents on my laptop and on my iPhone, which means I can access them whether I'm at home in front of the laptop or I'm away. And so it gave me a lot of opportunity to do writing. And on on days where I didn't get a lot done, I still got usually up to at least a thousand words. On average, I did about 2,000 words a day. On a really good day, I could get up to 4,000 words written. So write first, edit later. And while writing your first draft, do not edit, do not revise, just keep writing. And write fast, take creative breaks, so don't stare mindlessly at a computer screen. Take walks, go for outdoor breaks, and don't give up. You need persistence and diligence. And a good advice I got was George Orwell's Six Rules for Writing. He said, number one, never use a metaphor, similar, or other figure of speech which you are used to seeing in print. Two, never use a long word where a short one will do. Three, if it is possible to cut a word out, always cut it out. Four, never use the passive where you can use the active. Five, never use a foreign phrase, a scientific word or a jargon word if you can think of an everyday English equivalent. Six, Break any of these rules sooner than say anything outright barbarous. And I put out a checklist to cross off. I wrote in the exercise book, uh, the word count is reached, cross that off. Then I have proofreading. I did four proofreads of the book. Then check the chapters are in order. I did the cover art. 
I added the page numbers and then I published it on Kindle and then on Amazon and then I got some copies self-printed. So the way I did my writing is I started with short stories a few years ago and they can be any stories up to 10,000 words. Then I went, I wrote two novellas. Novellas are between 10,000 and 40,000 words. And then novels. So put out your ideas. My advice is get a physical exercise book with physical paper and a physical pen because for thousands and thousands of years that's what humans have done. That's how we've been reading, with a physical, tangible animal skin or scroll or parchment, but something to write down on, rather than an unnatural computer screen. Now do your story on the Google documents on a computer, but do your notes and planning in an exercise book. Um, so plan out the story, Know your characters. This is especially uh, important because then you can, the conversations they have in your book will flow naturally. Know the world of your story and write down your facts to avoid anachronisms or inconsistencies. And a great story, many a great story begins with a scene or character and the story can be made around it. Now get feedback from your friends, but not too much. The more feedback, the more doubts and naysayers you'll encounter. Accept constructive criticism and helpful suggestions, but ignore negative and toxic people. And there's no shortage of negative and toxic people. We live in a world that's a culture of critics who produce nothing themselves or produce very underwhelming things effortlessly. Are your critics writing and producing anything themselves? If they're not, you should probably think twice about getting any uh, input from them. And... My advice is write down your list of projects, do one at a time, mark them off as you do them. There was a man in the 19th century I read about who was this man who was brilliant at anything he did, except one thing. He didn't have the consistency to stick with anything, so they said he joined the military and he was brilliant at it, but he couldn't uh, look after his horse properly, so he ended up quitting that. And he quit all these different jobs, even though he did well at them, he just got bored of them. And then he said that in his mind, he had two Octavian volumes. I don't know what that is, but I presume it meant two large volumes of books that he was going to write. But those books never got written, because he didn't have the persistence and the consistency to finish what he had started. So go to your exercise book and write down the list of projects you want to do and do one at a time and mark them off as you do them. Well, how did I learn to write? Well, I enjoyed writing stories in high school 
mostly because I had to write them for English. And once I left school, I stopped for many years. Why? Well, that's a good question. I kept thinking to myself over the years, I should write stories sometime. But months went by, years went by, and no stories ever got written. And I graduated from high school in 1996. And then in 2016, which is 20 years after high school, I finally thought to myself, I need to write a story. It's been 20 years. This is ridiculous. At this rate, I'll never get anything written. So I wrote a story called The Witch and the Wolverine. I had read Grimm's fairy tales and I was greatly inspired by the world of Grimm's tales. So I wrote my own story. It all came up with my idea of an evil witch and she puts a spell on a boy and turns him into a wolverine and when the witch gets killed, the spell is broken. And he goes back to being a human again. And that one idea was the inspiration of the whole story. And once I started writing the story, it took on a life of its own. And the final product was far better than anything I could have possibly originally imagined. And then I wrote a, an audio book called The Voyage to the Sinister Planet. It was okay in many ways, but looking back on it recently, I felt it was a very highly flawed story. And I went back and rewrote it. And I'm a lot happier with the, with the second revision I've done. But see, I was only able to get a good story out of a bad one. It was the fact that I wrote a book, even though I wasn't too happy with the story, even if it has flaws in it, you can still build on what you've previously done and improve on it. So I wrote, in my opinion, a good story, The Witch and the Wolverine. Then I wrote The Voyage to the Sinister Planet, a more flawed story, but I was able to fix the things I didn't like. And out of The Witch and the Wolverine, I wrote a prequel called The Ruby Cave in 2018. And then in 2019, no stories got written by me. And in late 2020, I thought, what the heck? I'm just letting the years go by without writing anything. I need to make this year count for something I did. So in September 2020, I wrote out a list of several books I wanted to write and to have them finished by the end of that year. So I started planning and making myself accountable to finishing, and I timed myself. I marked it on my calendar with deadlines. I did not always quite meet the deadlines, but I was out by only a few days, and at least they got finished. So I wrote a book called The Ruffian, which was a fairy tale story, a sequel to The Witch and the Wolverine, then I wrote a story called She Played the Victim, a drama about a modern girl who is involved in self-harm to get people's attention. 
Then I'm a big Star Wars fan and I wrote a fan fiction story called Star Wars Dark Force Dictator. And Dark Force Dictator, I read it as an audio book. So it's available on YouTube and on this podcast to listen to. And that was a novella. And after I'd written that, I wrote The Time Machine to Kill Hitler. Now, The Time Machine to Kill Hitler was a book I started writing in 2015. But I kind of got a bit distracted and then I got a bit lazy. And then I thought, I'll put it off till next month. And weeks turn into months, months turn into years. And then I wrote one chapter of it again in 2017 then I put it on the back burner and I kind of looked back and thought it would never be done. But then in late 2020, I knuckled down and finished it. And it became a, a science fiction novella. And the audio book of that is also available on YouTube and on my podcast channel here. And I never thought I would finish it, but once I made myself accountable for finishing it, it got done. And then in 2021, I wrote a short spiritual story called The Saint in January. And then I decided to do a murder mystery. I wrote a book called The Perfect Man, The Perfect Crime. I started in January 2021, and by the end of March, I had finished it. It was nearly 43,000 words, so it was my first novel. And I realised that in a six-month period, I had written four short stories, two novellas, and one novel. And it was very satisfying to do that. And then I had the book published on Kindle and Amazon, and I also got it self-published by Minuteman Press in Melbourne. They're a very affordable and reliable printing company. I checked quite a few printing companies and got quotes, and theirs was the most affordable and the best deal. And it's a very indescribably exciting feeling to hold a book in your hand that you wrote. A book that did not exist until you imagined it. And not just imagined it, but did all the work necessary to bring it into being. So how to write? Set a date on your calendar. Make yourself accountable. Aim for X amount of words per day or week. And then reward yourself as you achieve your goals. And after I printed the book, I invited um, about 20 of my friends and family over for an afternoon tea, a book launch in which they got some nice food and drinks from me. And I kind of obligated them to buy a copy of my book and virtually all of the people that were at the party bought a copy. 
I printed 50 copies, which was probably too much, but if you print uh, too little, it's more expensive than per book. But anyway, that's something to plan out. I still was able to cover the cost of the books and whatever spare ones, they can make good gifts at Christmas and birthdays to give to people. So the tools are you need a pen and an A4 96 page exercise book to write down ideas and plan your stories and mark off your achievements. That's how I do it. Write out your chapter outlines and be prepared to change anything from your original plan. Uh, so don't do your planning on computer. Have a physical, tangible book written by hand. This is natural, as I've said, but for the story itself, write it in Google Documents so you can write at and away from your computer and you can do it on your iPhone. You could be sitting in the toilet, you could be uh, chilling out in bed, you can write your stories. And how do you do it? Well, you set aside time to write. People today waste colossal amounts of time. It could be binge-watching TV shows, trawling endlessly through social media, arguing, trolling, or staring blankly on social media, or they're busy texting or having games. It's okay to do these things in moderation, but if you want to write a book or some short stories or a novella, you have to take it seriously and you need to drastically reduce binge watching of TV, social media and games. And you'll find that it's not that important to see all the every single TV show ever made. It's not that important to troll through every single status on social media that someone's written and the world isn't going to come to an end if you leave your phone aside for a day or so. If you've got an emergency, fine, but if it's not an emergency, put, your, put these things down and just use your phone for writing your story. I did roughly one TV movie a day 10 or 20 minutes on social media and a game once or twice. You must write with no distractions in the background. So don't write your story with the, your latest Netflix show on. Uh, don't do it with music playing or playing a game or whatever because you will not write well. You won't have the attention you need to give it to make it meaningful to your readers. Your story won't come across as very appealing. Um, is writing this story or this book a priority to you? If it is, then take it seriously and solely focus on your writing. And f furthermore, your book doesn't exist until you've written it and published it. Once you've finished the book, publish it. And how do you publish it? Well, you can approach uh, major publishing companies 
just bear in mind that they have there are millions of people that are applying for a book to be published all the time you're not guaranteed that it will be published you might I'm not here to rain on your parade you could be the next New York Times bestseller out there but you might not be just accept that you can publish it on Kindle as an ebook. You can publish it on Amazon as a paperback or a hardback. And or you can print them and they get printed as ordered. If you're the author on Amazon, you can order author copies. Or you can go to a printing company and have them published in bulk. <coughs> Beware, however, there's no guarantee of how many copies you will sell. And many a prospective author has ended up with hundreds and hundreds of copies of their book that no one wanted to buy. And some people have just jam-packed their shed with books that they cannot sell. So I recommend as an alternative you could order 10 to 20 author copies of Amazon and sell them to your friends or have them just printed. If you're not successful in selling them all, you could they make great meaningful gifts at birthdays and Christmas. We live in a, a time of great opportunity where anyone can write or publish their own book. That's the upside. The downside is that everyone else can do it, so there's more competition. But uh, some examples of independently published books that became mega successful, that became films. The Martian by Andy Ware. Fifty Shades of Grey by E.L. James. The Shack, that's a Christian book, by William Paul Young. And Aragon by Christopher Paolini. So independently published books can become mega successful. But as I said, the downside is there's also more competition than ever before. People's attention spans are shorter than ever. There's more distractions than ever. But don't use this as an excuse not to write because you could succeed but what if no one buys your books or is interested? Well, it's still rewarding to write and create books. So my advice is hone your craft, improve your skills as a writer and keep writing. And even if you're a great writer, you should write anyway, even if no one reads your book you will greatly benefit just by writing it's become a very enjoyable pleasurable pursuit of myself since then but as i've said until your book is published it doesn't exist if it's in your mind it will one day be forgotten if it's on your computer it will one day shut down or crash and life goes by while you're busy making other plans, as John Lennon said. Well, Edgar Allan Poe, 
He lived from 1809 to 1849. He died at the age of 40. But at least he published his short stories and is still remembered to this day. Many authors are remembered for books they didn't think much of, while other stories they wrote and thought were much better are forgotten. And an example would be A Clockwork Orange by Anthony Burgess. That became a mega successful book and a film was made about it. The film was, of course, very violent and controversial, but the author didn't think his Clockwork Orange book was that good and he had other books that he thought were superb. But he's not remembered for those other books. And some authors achieve fame after their death. And an example would be H.P. Lovecraft. He lived from 1890 to 1937. He died at the age of 46. And he had a rather tragic life of disappointing failures. He suffered very poor health. His wife left him. And his poor health and his lack of money... He was unable to get the treatment he needed that could have saved his life. But the inability to produce a bestseller should not stop us from writing, and it's not a reflection on our worth as writers. And H.P. Lovecraft, after he died, and there was no copyright over much of his writings, his stories went into the public domain and being in the public domain, publishers then became keen to publish his books because they didn't have to pay a royalty. However, that ironically became his posthumous success. And so he's remembered today. He was quite a dark-themed kind of writer, but he's still a brilliant author. And being a writer makes for great conversation talking points. It gives you many transferable skills such as creativity, fresh ideas, storytelling and quick writing. And then there's a thing called writer's block. What is writer's block? It's being unable to finish a work or come up with ideas. And this can be problematic, as in the case of George R.R. R. Martin, who was delaying his last few books of the Game of Thrones series. And the TV producers had to release the last two seasons without the books because they had uh, child actors who were reaching adulthood and they were soon going to be too old to play their roles. So they had to go to the author and said, look, just give us the gist of what's, what happens in the last uh, two seasons. And so he was able to give them the ideas and they were able to finish the brilliant series that it is. But how do you overcome writer's block? Well, take creative breaks. Go for a hike, a walk, a road trip. Write anything, a bad plot or a bad chapter is better than nothing. And it might not seem bad to the readers either. 
don't be a perfectionist. You're not writing Shakespeare. And don't be overly critical of yourself. Have confidence in your own writing abilities. And try to see your story from another person's perspective. And take a break from TV, the internet, social media and your iPhone. Clear your head and you'll get more ideas. But writer's block usually comes when the author has an inferiority complex and he or she is unable to come up with fresh ideas. It also comes up with being too much of a perfectionist. And so and being overly critical of yourself. So that's how you do it. You try and look at yourself from another person's perspective and just force yourself to write it. So to write a novel, make it happen. Set deadlines, write first, review later. To publish it, review it three to four times, design your own cover, and sell it well. If you don't have any confidence in the book you've written, don't expect anyone else to. When it comes to promoting your book, you are the man. You're it. You're the last line of defence and the whatever it is. So have confidence in it and don't cram your shed with hundreds or thousands of copies of the book. Test the waters, talk to your friends about it. That's what I did. I shared it on social media. Enough of them showed interest, so I invited about over 20 people to my house for a book launch. I gave them anticipation, and then I had a, a very exciting afternoon sharing the book and holding the physical copy of a book you made as I've said before, is a very rewarding experience. Thank you for listening, and I wish you the very best with promoting and writing your own books. Take care. I'm Paul Martin.